Time to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the Brothers of Discussion. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, and how are you? Uh, up, uh, uh, I'm running through the two impressions that I have, and one of them's Mickey Mouse, so I'm just I'm going to say I'm pretty good, Mike. <laughs> and the other one is Miss Buggy. <laughs> hi -ya! That wasn't a fat joke. Matt sounds like Miss Buggy. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I. Did it? Did that sound like it? That'd be a problem. Hey yo! That's what I. I can just do Mickey Mouse. So there, this is my impression of Mickey Mouse walking into a dojo, not realizing that Miss Piggy is ready to strike. So he just goes, "Ha ha! Howdy! Hey yo!" <laughs> that's the. That's my impression. That would be the main event at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Mike, there's only one way to get to the main event of WrestleMania, I thought, to do my clever transition. Certainly, certainly true. You must win the Royal Rumble match. <laughs> it's the voice cracking that makes it perfect. You must outlast 29 other superstars, and then you'll get your ticket to headline and main event WrestleMania. Well, technically, that that only happens sometimes, because if they have a better match that they want to throw in there, damn it, they're going to do it. Sometimes if Shane McMahon wishes to get involved, <laughs> he may also headline WrestleMania. Or if that damn CM Punk's involved. It's not going to be the damn main event, or Edge. I was CM Punk's personal ring announcer, so he and I are close. Aw, that's kind of cute. Well, last week we talked about, Mike, your, your Royal Rumble archetypes that uh, you put together, which um, we, we got, it got pretty heated. Uh, it's fair to say that's because of how much we love the Royal Rumble. I think it's, it's uh, quite a bit on, on the scale of pay-per-views um uh, the more that roman reigns wins them the the less i like them but uh i, I it, it's still up there and th this will be our first time in a few years that we're not actually going to the event um you know if you're a listener from philly uh just i hate your city um just to make sure you stay a fan forever there's nothing that could have been more disappointing for me when i saw that philly was the next town uh, I apologize if you are from Philly, but damn it, is it hard to park over there? And I, I think I hated most, most every moment of that trip, uh, including The Rock coming in to save Roman Reigns uh, to win his Royal Rumble. Uh, so, getting back to what our our show topic is, uh, I don't know why I went on that rant. <laughs> I really I love Philly. Every detail just Remember remember when we had a guy that took our picture in front of the Rocky statue and neither one of us even smiled cuz we were ready for him to run off with your phone. 
Yeah, uh, we it was definitely a, a pretty tense moment for us. <laughs> it didn't make any sense because all like all we had to do was not give him the phone. We gave him the phone, and then we didn't even have fun taking the picture because, like, of course he was gonna steal it. Like there wasn't there wasn't a question in our minds that this was gonna go well, but then. That only occurred to us after we said, "Yeah, take our picture, no problem, buddy." And he's, "Can you, can you be within arm's reach?" Yeah, that was that was, that was the shot we needed. Um, we just, I, uh, I'm not steady, so I need to grab onto your jacket. That. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was also uh, the big, the last big blizzard uh, on the East Coast, if I if I remember. Correctly. That was a that was a huge event. Yeah, that was. That was one of the first times they canceled a live Monday Night Raw. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. That, I mean, that was how bad that storm is. And, and it's uh, it's just, I don't have I don't have a ton of, don't have a ton of great memories from that, Mike. Uh, yeah. Well, the, we had the Rocky statues. We had a cheesesteak. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. You mean the cheesesteak that wasn't even what I ordered. Even though... They have their baloney about making sure you order it correctly. I said the right freaking thing, and then they didn't give me my peppers. They just gave me mushrooms. I have never been more intimidated order, uh, like ordering a sandwich in my entire life. And then I did it Man. right, and they fucked up. Look at up. Matt. Look at Matt cutting a promo on Philly. You know, Man, if there's one he's... goddamn thing I can't take, Mike. Woo! You're going to give me a hard time about the way I order Woo! my sandwich. And then you're going to fuck up. And and Woo! I was I was such a man that I sat down and I ate the shit out of that sandwich instead of instead of turning around and getting what I wanted. Woo! <laughs> that was not a USA WWE promo. That was that was some ring of honor right there. Listen to that guy. Yeah, do you like how that ended too? I, I, I took what was coming to me. Yeah, you you took it, all right, and you put it in there. You just <laughs> took it, and you shoved it in. Yeah. Um, kind of reminds me of, uh, if you got to see any of Wrestle Kingdom this week, um, I, I think we've been listening to WWE announcers so much, we forget that people can be a little um, uh, colorful, we'll say, uh, in the commentary and, and in the ring. Um, sure, there was great wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom, but it was kind of nice to be reminded that there's adults uh, both participating in the matches and calling the matches. Uh, the ring announcers, in the middle of watching some of the events, I really liked how they would just say, Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't even sound like remotely professional. It sounded like a real like a fan on the side of the ring. Just, Jesus Christ, holy shit! Holy shit! Like, he was just... He was right in the thick of it. Um, it definitely added to the fun. I, I, I mean, at least... Well, I was mouthing that and, and listening to it, and I was just going, holy fuck. And then you... <laughs> it, was, it was definitely... Um, I don't know about you, but uh, Omega and Y2J with uh, the blood and the, and the chair shots yeah. to the head. Oh, That's my gosh. I don't know. I thought we were watching uh, Mick Foley in there or something. Man, that was uh, that was a heck of a beatdown. Yeah, I, I don't think I was ready to see that, and I, I don't know if this is this is the big moment, Mike, where where we announced that this was our first Wrestle Kingdom. Um, 
but it uh, it just happened. I announced it. Uh, that was our first Wrestle Kingdom, and I, I it was it was fantastic, and uh, yeah, it was just I, that I, I was ready for uh, let, let's just say a very technical match between uh, Kenny and Chris and. Man, did we get one hell of a story where I, I obviously we haven't followed anything in regards to what they were setting up, just whatever was on Twitter, and then uh, boom. I mean, right from the get-go, you've got the young bucks out there, and Chris starts slapping them around. It was just, it was, it was fun, start to finish, and uh, to have it go beyond, uh, uh, you know, just a technical match in the ring was was pretty much everything I needed to like sell me on on that match uh i'm looking at the at the time now it was uh 34 minutes and 36 seconds and i i gotta say that was the fastest 34 minutes i think i've ever like in regards to me stealing this show and watching it on youtube and shame on me uh but that was the fastest 34 (laughs) minutes i've ever spent on youtube that was a hell of a match to watch and uh and enjoy and uh, you know it it it's it's funny mike I kind of watched it, and obviously there's matches we watch in the WWE um, that we know what the result is going to be. We don't. Sometimes surprises even get forced, where you're kind of like, ah, that's not even a surprise anymore. Uh, I knew that Chris wasn't going to win this match because I, I, I just can't see them making him the U.S. champ <laughs> in, in a promotion that he doesn't. He's not really a part of. Uh, right, but. Uh, you know, so the point is, I knew that Kenny was going to win this, and it was still, I'm still on the edge of my seat. There were still a couple times where I was like, "Holy shit, maybe, maybe Chris signed a longer term contract. Maybe something happened." Like it, that's how great that match was. Is they really, they really had me going in every direction. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, you know, be, being the the Japanese, you know, Royal Rumble, uh, Royal Rumble, the Japanese WrestleMania, you could tell how much I love the Rumble. Yeah, I mean, um, you could oh, you could say that uh, we love the Royal Rumble the, uh, enough. That the uh, that was the, the Japanese Money in the Bank for us. That's yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the results were mostly you know the writings on the wall. I don't think there was a lot of question about who was going to win. Um, but I think the strength of the show was you know all the storytelling uh, that. You know, I think a lot of the outcomes we had a pretty good idea, and I've, I've, you know, collectively we've watched uh, zero Wrestle Kingdom in our almost, you know, sixty-eight years of life on Earth. Um, but that's that's not the that's not really the point. It's about you know whether or not you can tell the story, and whether you're watching, uh, you know, Jericho and Omega, you know, two of the best wrestlers in the history of the business. Um, you're watching Kota Ibushi and Cody Rhodes, Cody who. Man, to see how he was treated WWE and to see like how impressively he's just been able to market himself and like recreate himself and um, you know bring his wife into his his matches and use her as a um, you know a pawn to get his dirty work done. Yeah. Um, the only the only kind of hiccup for me and it maybe it's just you know my personal taste, but I I, I I'm kind of in the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, opinion kind of kind of share that sentiment uh watching a young bucks match um like i do appreciate the skill involved yeah you know they're they're far more athletic than stone cold uh obviously (laughs) obviously us but you know also you know an athlete like that but 
I I'm part of the I guess I'm I, I guess I'm part of the group where I I know I know that it's it's fake because there aren't enough you know bloody real injuries you know like a UFC fight so we we've established that but to kind of you know ter- like help turn off that suspense of disbelief you know it's yes it's one thing to watch like marvel movies but this this was like this was like a cartoon um yeah i don't know if i really get the young bucks gimmick i i i mean it's fun to do those spots but it doesn't it, it doesn't entice me as much as you know like watching the revival or you know even somebody is 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 low down the totem pole as the bludgeon brothers i I don't know those those gimmicky you know spots. It's kind of cute to do it once in a match, but for the whole twenty minute duration to do that, uh, it's not really for me. Yeah, and and to know like so I I pulled up the card, so I'm cheating a little bit here. This isn't this isn't information I'm I'm coming into the show, you know, where I I, I watched it start to finish. I mean, what I, I I was literally just searching names and then finding those videos on Google, and then I'd watch I'd watch the match. Um, where they place this, they're number two on the card. And if that's if that's a number two match, you know, the second on the card at WrestleMania, that's that's fine by me. Uh, but I agree with you wholeheartedly that the, the championships and stuff, to make those high-caliber matches, they deserve all the respect in the world. But I wasn't on... As, as much as I, as I sold... Uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. I was not on the edge of my seat uh, at the, during this the Young Bucks match. Uh, this this might be something that you know, being that they're the top selling T-shirt at Hot Topic, that maybe we we don't maybe we're just the old farts. We don't get it, and I I didn't think that we were. Uh, yeah, but. I mean, uh, I mean, we could get on board with MySpace, but you know, doing these YouTube video game, pe- watching people, other people play video games. This is that. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe the maybe the kids like it. I, so I guess the we've already established that we don't like it. Where where does this fit in, and what kind of audience does this bring in? Why is it successful, and why are these guys able to be so strong at marketing themselves, where they're they're basically almost wrestling mercenaries uh who kind of travel around with this gimmick that makes tons of money so that was a question oh i'm sorry i'm gonna we'll we'll go back and delete this i was reading the card because i can't find cody Rhodes on it um can you ask your question again yes (laughs) so I mean, it's it's not that interesting to think, you know, you know, we agree that we're not gigantic fans of it. So where, where do they get this huge following? Where these guys are are basically like wrestling mercenaries who travel the globe doing the young bucks gimmick. Um, why is that so popular now? And what is it really that, you know, is drawing people in? Because I think we agree that it doesn't seem like it gives wrestling enough legitimacy. Why is it drawing such a big group in where these guys are self-marketing and making a fortune? I mean, is it just the the world we live in now that, I mean, we can't escape the fact that you can just, you know, you, uh, matches are just talked about what the outcome's going to be uh, before WrestleMania's even started. I mean, we, we know what the next matches are going to be at the next pay-per-view. 
so in this this day and age where it's more popular to talk about what's the next thing to happen, maybe it doesn't matter anymore how what story is told in the ring. I, it matters to me. Still real to me, damn it. <laughs> um, maybe it doesn't matter anymore. Maybe it's more about, uh, you know, where are these guys going to pop up next? I mean, we know their name. I knew they were a name with only having seen highlights and seeing their, their Twitter account. I follow their Twitter account, and I have yet to watch until today a full Young Bucks match. Um, I thought about being that stooge that buys a t-shirt, and I still, until today, had not watched a full Young Bucks match. And it's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm grasping for anything here, something to make sense. It's, it's a new generation of wrestling that it just, you know, if, if, like I said, if, if we're going to go in and the important thing is to figure out what happens next rather than sitting down and enjoying the match, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe that's where it's just about being entertaining. Maybe they've gone a step further than what Vince McMahon had ever thought, and they're, they're, they're entertainment. They're, they're going past pro wrestling and they're uh they're sports entertainers if i if i ever saw if i ever saw two sports entertainers the young bucks that might even be blasphemy what do you think about i mean is that do you think if we said that to the right crowd is that blasphemy if i said no those guys those guys are not pro wrestlers they are sports entertainers hands down what do you think about that um well, I think I think what it looks like to me, if you want to compare it to like a lot of the comedies and movies that we make today, are um, very self-aware. Yeah, I'd say that you know, '80s wrestling was like the original Dawn of the Dead. Uh, you know what wrestling wants to look like is the Dawn of the Dead remake, and the Young Bucks to me kind of wrestle like Shaun of the Dead, where there's a true <laughs> love for there's yeah. a true love for wrestling, but it's still kind of tongue in cheek, kind of you know self-aware that you know most of these moves you know yeah look at these young guys they're not selling anything it's like yeah but i mean look what i'm doing to this guy of course i have to do like 10 of just you know preposterous things to make him really submit you know and give in right and, th- and there's still those people too that are going to watch Shaun of the dead just to go back to your uh the metaphor here and and they'd say well yeah that that that's a good zombie movie for a comedy i mean there's there's those people out there that don't you got to see, you know, it's it's got to be more detrimental to someone's uh, life, even though, you know, I'm getting too deep into the story. I mean, that's that's the same thing. It's the same. There's there's moviegoer uh, critics that get a little too deep and, uh, you know, are, are judging things maybe a little too harshly. And uh, I'm not sure if that's what we're doing, but uh, I, I'll, I'll say if, if someone's allowed to do it, damn it, on, on, on movies damn it i can i can judge the young bucks (laughs) yeah it's it's uh it's fine i mean i like Shaun of the dead it's just sometimes i want to be scared um or at least feel like i'm watching a real you know battle of of two beasts you know trying to prove their dominance or win a come out on top in a storyline well like uh speaking of being scared uh look we could jump into uh at least recapping uh the uh, the next segment or what we wanted this show uh to be if you're ready to move on i don't know yeah yeah let's let's get back into these royal rumble archetypes 
Um, and as I said, speaking of being scared, uh, one of the first ones uh, that you you put you put on your list, not the very first, but uh, second from the top there is uh, is the old cane. Ooh, uh, the I, old cane. If slide. I remember correctly, this is the guy who's going to try and break a record for most eliminations. And uh, unfortunately, I have my own guest down. That looks like he's not even going to be participating in the match. So... Yes, you you will have to scratch out your Braun Strowman guess. Damn it, that is probably not going to be an option. Yeah, if I if uh... I could save myself, I mean, I wrote it a couple couple weeks ago, I think. <laughs> yeah, is it, uh... is it too late to say that? And I'm I'm okay with him not being in there. Um, he should be doing title matches, and this means that you know the writers have to get a little creative because. You know, last year we already got to see the Braun Strowman and, uh, you know, Baron Corbin kind of maul everybody. Yeah. Um, but uh, I will say, like, storyline-wise, I really like the way they took, like, the big guys last year in the Rumble. Um, and where they made it, like, the wrestlers were actually thinking, like, we should always be ganging up on the strongest guy because he's going to eliminate all of us. Um, so I like when they actually use, you know, their brain and their logic in these matches um well how about how about the fact that all these guys or i shouldn't say all but i mean we've got three huge guys in the title match the the possibility here of somebody a little bit smaller making a huge impact i i think is is there um i think we have now that ability to get just i I mean, you could you could jump across the roster as long as you can get Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, and I, I mean, Kane. It wasn't really one you'd consider. You know, he just came back for this match. But you know, it, when you compare a guy like uh, I don't know, I'm going up and down the roster here, and I'm seeing guys that aren't going to be in in the Rumble. Uh... <laughs> well, if I know I know that uh, Kane is what has he been in seventeen Royal Rumbles now? I will 17? take that as a fact. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, I, I, I would be hard. It would be hard for me to believe he's not going to at least appear in this rumble if he's. We know he's in the house. Yeah. Um, and just to keep the streak alive. Um, didn't he miss gotta, last year's, or was he in it? Did he? I don't. I, I, maybe you know what? I think he did miss it. I think you're right. Um. So he's got to start a new streak, just like his brother, the Undertaker. <laughs> uh, but uh, well, so you yeah. had a guess for who's who's going to take the cane role this year? Well, I have a I have a surprise guess for you. I um uh, I because I, I he's he's not going to win. Okay, this person I'm picking is not going to win. Yeah. Uh, they're they're officially in the match. They've declared themselves. It's not going to be a surprise. Um, and they can still prove their their strength in metal with this spot and I'm, I'm picking this partially because a lot of the big guys probably won't be in it uh no kane no Strowman, no undertaker no brock um we might see a samoa joe but you know he's not uh huge he's a large man he's not huge you know i'm gonna go with the surprise kane this year i'm gonna go with randy orton all right because it's not necessarily the big guy it's the guy who i think is you know he's gonna get that um uh that little boost from being the the badass who can eliminate you know maybe eight eight people um and then he just he just won't get the victory because he really storyline wise it, it doesn't move the needle to see him fight you know aj styles or 
uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn collectively, which I don't know what the heck's going to happen in that title match. But, uh, <laughs> well, I, 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 I hate it. <laughs> I hate it because I hate Randy Orton, and uh, I, I'm so done with having to see him uh, in the main event picture. But uh, from a WWE perspective, that I mean, it, it makes too much sense. Uh, is is that's another reason why I hate it. Ugh. <sighs> but no, I mean you're right. They gotta. He he's obviously been been falling down. I mean he, he loses to Ginger Mahal. Uh, no matter how those <gasps> matches go down, he's still not walking away with the title by the end of that feud. Which that's gonna hurt anybody's character. Uh, to be completely honest, um, you know but. But uh, but Nakamura in there, uh, he's not looking super hot after losing his feud, and then AJ just comes in and is like, "I'll take that." <laughs> just yep. <laughs> on a SmackDown, why not? Um, I it it there's a lot of credence to that. Um, I I just I hope it I hope it doesn't happen. Is is my thing? Uh, it's it's just I hated. I was one of the few. I guess you know you were sitting next to me. Uh, that we both hated Randy winning the Rumble, so for me to have to watch him be the Kane, uh, kind of kill me a little bit. Um, <laughs> so well, here's here's another here's another interesting one for that spot for that role yeah. as the as the dominant uh, man eliminator. Um, and and, and keeping in mind, everybody too, this is not a guy who has to necessarily last long in this match. This is a guy who's going to rack up the most eliminations. I think that just yes. that quick recap uh, going in to your thought. But go ahead. So, so what's kind of scary is if this guy doesn't have this spot, I can't see him winning. And as far as the usual roles go, as you divvy those out, he I only see him in one other spot. And that other person who could be the cane is John Cena. Oh, Where, man, I hate you so much right now. Don't hate me because I'm right. It just I'm just bringing you the I'm just the bearer of bad news. But because uh, yeah. I could see John not you know having some eliminations and storyline wise, somebody gets him, somebody snags him. Uh, but here's the scary thing: if John is not in that role, the only other part like part I can really see him filling like storyline wise for the common. Uh, Royal Rumble archetypes. Would he be the Hall of Famer? Not that I, he's gonna have. Not that he's gonna have like a ninety-second, um, you know, presence. But you know, something where he's just coming in to prove he's got it against these young guys. So maybe he's one of the last ones eliminated. You know, like a, like a Kurt Henning was when he came back. Yeah, it, like like something that you know he he'll come in late and he'll do his part but he's he's obviously making the step aside um i don't know the, the funny thing about that is 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 i i can still see john winning this uh Oof, because wow. I, well they're gonna need a big venue for him to for him to do it for him to knock oh, down man. the record does it so i i, I just I will say I'm not expecting it to happen. Like that's not my first pick this year. Uh, obviously, it's it's Roman, and then I'm hoping 
for Nakamura. But if it's Cena, first of all, if he, I mean, if he wins, I don't hate it. Uh, but now I'm doing too much fantasy booking. But that's that's the reason I I wouldn't necessarily put him in the Hall of Famer role. Uh, but I I, I want to go to my my canes, and I, I don't know if if this is allowed, Mike. Might so you to, might have to, might have to veto it. You might okay. have to do the call yeah, here. Yeah, I I I'm thinking it's going to be a tag Ooh. team that's going to work together here. Um, I think they're going to build up Harper and Rowan, the Bludgeon Brothers. I think this is going to be not you know I, I'm not sure how the who actually keeps track of this stuff if they're each going to get half of an elimination, but this is definitely a tag team that's going to be in the ring at the same time, and I I can see them clearing out uh clearing out the the entire ring because they want to sell these guys as you know they're tough. They're all about power moves. You can't escape them because you're stuck in that ring. It, it's just, you know, it, it'll be something where, uh, you know, the the fashion police are going to get knocked out. And then you'll see uh, Connor and uh, what's-his-face get knocked out. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm counting four right there. I, I don't hate so that I, idea. I, again, I'm sort of cheating. I'm cheating. Let I me, uh, I'm cheating. I know. I know you gotta but pick one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick I'm seven. I'm picking. I'm picking okay, a tag let me pick team. Pick seven guys. Gonna be Kane. Yep, and all those guys, we their pull, eliminations uh, put together. So that's most I'm, of the I'm gonna field. pick. Mike, let me give you. Let me give you two names that uh, will have the most eliminations. It'll be the Bludgeon Brothers and the New Day. Oh my God. So. <laughs> oh, and I'll give you th- in the Shield. So it'll be the sh- just those three names will have the most eliminations. Well, here, let me try and muddy the waters a little more for you. Because one of the other um, recurring um, archetypes in a Royal Rumble is what we refer to as the faction. Um, you know, this is... So this is where, um, strategically, um, it's, it's almost like you, you got your team of buddies all got to pick your numbers. So if you come in at 10 and you're on the team, then your buddy comes in at 11 and 12 and 13, and suddenly all these guys are on the same side battling a bunch of you know, independent free agents all trying to win the Rumble. So the faction, what they do is they, they come in, the way their numbers get drawn, they all battle close to each other at, at similar times, and they're able to dominate the action because they have an actual ally instead of, you know, a... a a short-lived ally, like what usually happens in the Rumble. Um, yeah. So, I mean, in the past, we've seen, like, um, CM Punk and, and Nexus get together. Um, we've seen the Shield get together. We've seen uh, the Wyatt family get together. And what kind of stinks is because when you're trying to stack up um, where different wrestlers are going to fall with these archetypes, and as far as, you know, picking favorites, you yeah. know, I think we feel Roman Reigns is going to win. We... We would like Nakamura to win, um, seen as a possibility. And then on the list was Finn Balor. But now, does it look like he, along with the Bullet Club, is going to be the faction that eliminates a bunch of wrestlers because they're all in at the same time? Well, it's interesting because uh, it'll be it can be any piece of that faction, and I think I think it would be big, especially now that we've seen them working together. Uh, it, it was pretty popular online. I, I was getting, you know, messages about it without having searched for it myself. So that mean I mean that sounds silly, but to me that's that's my own 
that's my own level of measurement is if I'm learning about this and I wasn't even, you know, at the time watching Raw, uh, I, it's a, that's a big thing for that to happen. Because uh, just, just for the sake of comparison, you get, you know, the fashion police uh, put out a post that gets 20,000 likes because it's kind of cute and silly. But, I mean, you get the Balor Club or the Bullet Club back together, and that was my phone kind of blowing up going, hey, uh, not not sure if you saw this. Uh, this is going on right now. So that's, I mean, to me, that, that just means that this is this is legit, and if they're not paying attention, they should be. So, to your point, how do you make that work? So I have a Doing question for you. What is, uh, when you've seen the, the, yeah. the, well, they're not really calling them the Bullet Club, uh, when you've seen the club hanging out together, the the Balor Club, what's the one weird thing that you've noticed about it? And if you need some help, I, I have an answer ready for you. I, I was gonna say, uh, I feel like you have Why? the direction you want to go with this. Is it the, uh... Oh, I want to hear your Yeah, guess. go ahead. Um, just the awkward interaction of, um, that not being real people, like just this, this forced, uh, this forced character that they've created. You're going to notice it all the time when you start watching, uh, like highlights and promos with these guys. Why is Finn Balor always smiling? Every time they've shown these guys in the ring or hanging out, Finn Balor has the biggest smile on his face. <laughs> like, oh, like I, I mean, his little Irish it, apple cheeks are just blooming with joy. Like, he's not just—it's not a smile of triumph. It's—it's <laughs> it's just sheer joy for Finn Balor. I feel like once I need you to, see it, you will not unsee it. This. Is this just his happiest? Is this just what he wants it's, in life? Is to be a part of that to have his, He his looks club absurdly back? happy every time they hang out together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I I know like he does he does those weird little pictures online where his arms are straight down and he's got a big old yeah what big what, old is, Irish what, is smiling. what is that smiling what is that. It's the Finn Balor. He's he's you know he looks, he looks, he's marketing trying to be a little himself. cutie he's setting the brand of Finn Balor. Doing? Yeah, it's like yeah, you know, a little like, kid, ee, a little kid picture. Ah. Yeah, like you 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 shine your teeth towards the camera, and you know, like picture picture just a little guy doing that. You know, he he thinks that he's got to look up at the camera, so that's why his chin is always pointed up and his his arms are straight down because. A little kid gets yelled at. And he doesn't know what to do with his arms, so they go straight down. Oh man. Um, also, also he he's certainly a is. weirdo. So I agree. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, let's do. I, I want to do a fun one. Um, I want to jump into the Iron Man. Because I I have one that would be fun to happen. It would be fun if it happened. Tell and us. Then there's the one tell that us I, about the Iron kind Man of figure. and the name two of your favorite Iron Men. Well, the Iron Man is Tony Stark, 
And what happened was he was in the Middle East, and I'm just uh, Iron Man is the guy who's going to last the longest in this match. Um, usually coming in in the first four, uh, maybe even six, uh, entrance into the Royal Rumble, and not necessarily winning, uh, not even making it to the bottom two, but definitely lasting uh, quite a while. You can you can make it down. I, I would say to the bottom six, bottom eight. Somewhere in that range. So you're you're lasting for quite a while. Uh, this does happen. And uh, essentially what we're looking at here is a guy who we call the Iron Man because of his, his great stamina. And and this is someone that's been tasked with the job of, of uh, staying in the ring. Uh, they have to look busy. Uh, they have to look like they're, they're putting in a good amount of effort for about 60 minutes. And, and they do this to build their own character. Because the announcers aren't going to ignore this. They'll start talking about, well, this guy's been in the match for 32 minutes. Uh, and it's, it's, that's a feat. 32 minutes is a feat. But uh, if, if you can get to 60 minutes, that's, that's one hell of an Iron Man. That's a, that's a performance. Even if you are spending most of it in the corner, uh, which is how these guys actually survive the match. Uh, if this is your first Royal Rumble, uh, keep in mind uh, to, to keep your eyes on the corner. You'll see some guys that are just huffing and puffing air and pretending they're hurt or holding their ribs. It's a long match. It's a long match. But uh, they, they, they do that little play so that they can get these guys that started the match to make it all the way to the end. And that's, that's the building of their character. So that's the key. That's the key in my selection, Mikey Poo. We need someone that needs their character built. And also someone that I kind of, you have to, you still have to play the game. Who, who can actually last yeah, that long? I, that's not going to be a problem this year. We got a lot of real wrestlers with some real uh, stamina out there. Um, I mean... So I, I've got I've got one guy we've mentioned and one guy we haven't. Uh, and again, one of them is fun. One of them, I, I feel like, ooh. is just the one that makes sense. Well, I mean, because I know... F- I think you know ooh. who they are, too. I think I sent you. Oh, you sent your notes over, up. huh? Let me uh, crack those open. Fucked up. See if I can steal Matt's guess here. Uh, nice. Man, so the. We didn't name some of your favorite. Uh, some of your favorite Iron Man of all time. Oh, you want me to yeah. name my favorite Iron Man? I guess it all started with Shawn Michaels, right? Or no! God, Ooh. what am I saying? It was Ric Flair. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah, I fucked that up. You fucked up. You <laughs> fucked up. You fucked uh, up. You fucked up. But I mean, come on, Shawn Michaels' performance is way better. They still didn't know what the Royal Rumble was. That, at that was time, arguably the best Royal Rumble be. ever. Um, no, the Ric Flair one. Shawn Michaels. Okay. Oh, God. All right, the finish was a little lame, but okay. The sixty minutes before that. Oh man. <laughs> Was, was it really that great? And, Bob, and Bobby Heenan going All crazy right. at the end I, was worth it too. Yeah, I I just so the Royal Rumble to me the first few were just. I mean, you could still just toss a guy over the top rope, like you could still do that. And and today that's like unheard. Like you could just have six guys come together. And you each grab, you know, an arm or a leg, and then you just kind of throw them over. Like, that was still a thing. And until that stopped being a thing, 
Like, I, I don't know. That that kills it for me. Like, I, I get it. Like, the old stuff is fun. It's cute. Oh, look at those. Look at those guys. They're all beefed up. Hey, it's all the original Dawn up, of the Dead. Okay, that's that. a classic. <laughs> it was cute. So they, great, so they had a little um, green paint on their arms. Mike, that you, was a zombie. That was a zombie. Have you have you gone back and watched the original Dawn, the original of, the Dawn of the Dead recently? It doesn't it it doesn't even consider itself sure it a does. Horror movie it's terrifying. Um <laughs> There's green people coming at us. Flyboy. Listen fly here, Flyboy. Boy. So Shawn Michaels, uh and, and I think the the person that it's I'll, I I'll really want remember you to say being it's scary when somebody calls you a fly boy, isn't it? Damn it! Now I gotta go I watch, watch that it. Movie a few times. Um, I, I believe the infamous Iron Man is Ooh. is CM Punk for being tasked with the assignment, being tossed over the ring by Kane, and then walking out of the company after that. Which which makes me wonder: was that what was supposed to happen? Well, like. You know what I mean? I well, maybe we'll never know, but CM Punk was, uh, he was not my favorite Iron Man. He yeah. uh, he took a lot of naps during his his Iron Man run. Uh, uh can I? Oh no, you just say it. I was gonna take a well, guess at who you were well, gonna I was, pick. I was gonna say cool. like we've seen. I don't want to ruin Stronger it. Iron Man like Sean. Uh, Rick was involved. Uh, Dolph Ziggler was a heck of an Iron Man. Well, do you count Stone Cold for coming in early and then running away from the ring? Also, Roman Reigns no, pretending he's dead and count. then getting you can't, you carted can't run off. Away. You got you got to be in the ring, all right, or at least you know be able to see the ring. That doesn't count. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> right. So Santino you know is your I'm answer. I'm gonna do a little swerve here, okay? Because I'm gonna say that a guy who's gonna last a while and he might even have to jump into that faction boat, Mike the Miz. Because I don't, I don't think they want to give him a, a win because that doesn't really move the needle. Um, he... Yeah, right. We, we need people That's to tune into true. WrestleMania. That's we can't forget that. Ronda Rousey to win the Ladies' Rumble. Anyway, uh, with the faction, I could definitely see Miz getting his Miz Taraj in there. Um, you know, kind of wrecking a little havoc, and then they won't have to win, but they'll still have you know some cool, some cool maybe funny moments uh, where they're playing harmonica. Uh, because they're very accomplished musicians. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Are you done? I I walked away uh, because I was swearing and giving uh, my phone the middle finger, which was to you, <laughs> Mr. Ronda Rousey. If you want to get in that shit again? <coughs> Fucking UFC people aren't gonna tune in. They're not gonna tune in to fucking wrestlemania because it's, it's fake in. mike nobody's gonna tune in for ronda rousey Our who's lost her father. own legitimacy in Our that own sport father, a non it's too late fan, if there it's... ever was one will tune in to see ronda that's one it's not too it's late too to late our dad into wrestling all you need to do is get the right star with the right oh moment at the Royal rumble match Rhonda freaking Rousey. Woo! Like, woo! 
This is going to be the greatest day of her life. Woo! Mike, you're going to have you're going to have the cast of Friends host an episode oh, of Raw man, in a couple I can't weeks, aren't you? <laughs> hey, you know what? Would you rather have Anyways, Rousey win the ladies rumble or Conor McGregor win the men's oh my rumble? God. Whoa! Conor McGregor win the men's rumble. Matt. Whoa! He's barely Mike, a cruiserweight. Come on! He can't. He's he's smaller than uh, Sin Cara, the other one. What's his name? <laughs> Ron, Ronda's tough, but Connor's still in that realm of. I mean, he went and did a boxing match for his. He's never like he trains to be a UFC he's, fighter. Does a boxing match. He's too little. Holds his own he's for a little. few rounds. Holds his own, Mike. Against the best with? boxer winner of our generation. It doesn't matter. He can put his. He's gonna, he's gonna put up his, his he dukes. Do and he's gonna get down live, to it. He's, he's gonna. gonna he's gonna give them their live. best shot. Mike, I just did Pat Benatar lyrics, and you you no sold it. I'm sorry it. to be a heartbreaker. Like a young bucks. I'm. S- you sold them. Oh damn you! Don't get all fired up, okay? I'm getting fired up. You know what? Um, Suffer the children. I'm not really. Suffer the children. <laughs> Suffer I, the you children. You know what? I haven't said. I haven't said any of my picks for any of these ar- archetypes. Damn it! I picked Elias you know or Samoa Joe. for children. Fucking. Oh my god. I wish I could remember any other Pat Benatar song right now so I could throw it in your face. You know what? I'm when you not go online, Googling it. Sometimes there comes a time when everything just falls in line. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> Don't get uh, mad because well, I got a Well, now that we're down to two listeners. Online. Okay. <laughs> oh, what's the... Oh, wait, we already said it. Never mind. I already said it. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize... Wait, I thought I... What's going on over there? What I was what doing. What are you drinking? Oh, my God. I'm drinking uh, Basil Hayden bourbon. I thought you were, in... uh, I thought you were invincible. I'm on my second glass. Not... That's another Pat Benatar No, see, song. here's what happened. I was trying to think of All Fired Up... And I didn't even realize that's what we were doing when I yelled it. So I'm mad at myself because I was trying to think of the name of that song while I was yelling it out loud. <laughs> Anyways, any hoozles. You obviously, the Elias or Samoa Joe didn't move the needle for you at all. So Whoa, I'm going to try and move your needle a needle. different way. Whoa! <laughs> Leave my veil Venus out of this, all right? Mike, don't make slurpy sounds to move Mike, my needle. Um, <laughs> I, I have, please, I have a lot of saliva. Please don't hit me with your best shot. It's, okay. <laughs> well, all right. Well, you kind of ruined the next one for me because this, this is another one I thought would be you, would be did fun. Did you think Pat Benatar to talk was going to enter the room? Because uh, 
she's not. No. Oh man. Oh man. All right. Well, <laughs> is Cindy is Cindy Lauper gonna enter the uh, the women's rumble? Yeah, I'm hoping Tony Collette enters. Did I just blow yeah. your mind? Anyways, uh, I I wanted to talk about the return. Or is this your Lazarus? Is someone has been out for a while? Well, and now they I come mean, back. Because you mentioned one that will obviously be the Miz. Uh, come on, Mike. Obviously. obviously. All right, Matt. You know what? It sounds like you have something. In, it sounds like you have something in Let mind. Let me lay it on your you. Best shot. Mike, the Lazarus, the return. The gentleman who's been out for a while and will make his triumphant return at the Royal Rumble because he doesn't have a tag partner anymore. It's another Pat Benatar song. Matt, this guy's been out for a while. I'm looking for a stranger. It's going to be... It's another... Just, you know what? Let's hear your promise in the dark. Mike, I think I know who you think I'm thinking... And who you think I think I'm thinking. Because this guy could also be Arcane. But I just don't want him to be, which is why I didn't pick him. Oh, God. Mike, we need Big Cass to come back. Oh. Because <laughs> he's seven yeah, feet he tall. That's true. Uh... He used to be my tag partner. He ain't no more. And you can't teach that. <laughs> he saw that I was is dragging that, uh, him down is, is to that, the uh, depths Tony Clifton over of there? the Atlantic Ocean. Yep. Tony Clifton here. Huh? What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, Are you watching, watching uh, Man on the Jim Moon? And Andy. I was just watching that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I was watching. <laughs> oh. oh, fucking uh, oh. Andy Kaufman, motherfucker! No, I don't like him. Ah, hate him. Not a fan. Not a fan. Ah, fuck that guy. All right. Uh, so you think Big Cass could be Arcane, <laughs> or just the Lazarus? No. He he'll he'll come back. I mean, I was gonna say Jeff Hardy, but then you said it was too late, and I thought maybe. I backed off on it because I was like, well, I know I haven't watched the whole episode of Raw this week, so maybe he came back, and that's why Ooh, you said that. Man, tough. So I really about, backed uh, off two, on my uh, instincts. Kind of lukewarm receptions there. Uh, I, 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 wow, you don't want to see Jeff Hardy I mean, make a I'll, main I'll, event return? I can, I can generate. I can, I can move my needle for Jeff Hardy. How about that? Yeah, I'm going to yeah, move needle. that needle. Uh, oh, but yeah. Big Cass, I'm gonna be like, oh, yeah. I just want to see him get eliminated by Nakamura. I don't, I don't want to see that guy in the bottom twelve. I don't want to see him. But what? I mean, does Big Cass mean anything if Enzo's so deep into his stupid uh, cruiserweight title storylines that now Big Cass can can come back and not? He doesn't have to worry about that anymore. Maybe he could come in and you know he's got a whole new he's got a whole new outfit. You know, I think I, cuts okay, his hair. Maybe here's what I'll do. I'll compromise. Um, I will. I can. All I right, can see him you. being. Thank you, God. 
What is this? A Jesus Christ! Alright, so... I can see him being the, uh, the Lazarus. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But being the king? Thank you. Absolutely not. Aww. Uh, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just want to generate another argument, because I think that went face. over really All right, well. so... He, he's going to be the Lazarus, but <laughs> I think all he's going to do, he's going to eliminate the guy he's going to feud with for a while. Uh, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, he might just pick on old people. Uh, that's That'd be a good gimmick for him. Uh, I'm just kidding. Well, is there a faction ooh, that he could him? join? Does the club get bigger? I don't think the club's Does that Bray desperate. Wyatt need a new uh, buddy? I don't. I don't think he's very intimidating either to join Bray Wyatt. Uh, hi, kitty. Jeez. Oh, I just hi said to hi to kitty. On the. Yeah. Oh, the kitty's, My kitty's here. Stop squeezing the cat. See if I squeeze her hard enough, she'll meow. I'm not. Ow! Ow! I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, she's not in my lap anymore. Fat she's making her fat face. I don't know if our listeners have have kitties, but uh, they like making their fat face. They're not necessarily hungry or really anything at that point. They just they sit down and they push their neck in. And all their fur puffs up right on their face, right on their face. So it looks, it looks like, like they're, they're making purposefully making fat rolls. They're making their yeah. fat face. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty yeah, far we, off topic. Uh, Mike, went um, down the, the cat rabbit hole there. Um, do, you, do you want to make a quick pick on? Uh, I I still don't know what the grinder is. Uh, and then there's the debut and the comedian and then i figure the anointed one is one we all know and love but uh, uh could you could you school me yes. on the grinder uh, real another quick? one of the royal rumble archetypes is called the grinder the grinder is defined as a big card underutilized character that shows surprising ability with a strong showing <laughs> he won't necessarily win the match but he will prove himself with a strong effort that will impress the fans and attendants and get a new level of respect for that wrestler. Ooh, Mojo, so Mojo Riley. Yeah, he's he's uh he's he's a choice. He's a grinder. He's a he's a he's a below mid card. Like he's a like if we're talking about like the one percent, the ninety-nine percent. You know, like he's. he's are like there the are one, there any Royal Rumbles who you would consider level. the grinder who also won? Like, could you say, like a Rey Mysterio is well, kind of a grinder because he was not really a top of the card guy until Eddie Guerrero died. No, that's a that's a good one. Um. I, I I don't know if I mean the the skyrocketed Del Rio um, that helped him out quite a bit. Is that bad? Uh, 
I don't know. I, I I wasn't familiar enough with Del Rio when he when he when he came in and won the Rumble. At the time, I, I wasn't really watching wrestling, so I'll, I'll confess that uh, right now. But I know without him winning the Rumble, I would not know who he is. At least I in mean, that could you could you year. make the arc? Oh, ooh, I got a good one. But there, we're not going to be able to match. We're not going to be able to match it <gasps> on the WWE Network. That would be the Rabbit Wolverine, Chris Benoit. Ooh. Our old I hero. Did you see Jericho we dedicated his uh, Japan um, match to that guy? That was a little weird. But, uh, yeah, if you want to talk about a, a, a mid-card yep. grinder who never quite made it in the WWE, I would say Chris Benoit! <laughs> I like too. talking to the Fink. Oh. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about like a Bret Hart? That'd be a good one. He wasn't like a super duper ultra mega god yet in uh, 1994, was he? Yeah, you know that's that's a good point too. I I I'm I'm thinking I'm not counting him because of what he turned into, and that's why I shouldn't count. I mean, then I shouldn't count Del Rio because he turned into a a main eventer. Um, but those, yeah, those are those are good picks. I I don't know. It's it's. It's tough because we had those that that streak of like it was it was Stone Cold winning it even if, even when he wasn't winning it he was still kind of winning it. Um, yeah, you had those those consecutive years where it was like you know Triple H, Stone Cold, I, Rock, and then you know Vince. But obviously Vince didn't you know try to win the title at WrestleMania. Um, then a couple more Stone Colds. Then you get Shawn, and then that's when you get. A grinder, so they're they're pretty rare, and we're even we're even we're even kind of cheating with Bret Hart. I'm gonna he I'm gonna tied for first in 1994. Well, I'm, I'm gonna speaking of cheating, I'm gonna cheat right now, and um, I mean I'm gonna say in the first one you could probably make the argument for Jim Duggan. Uh, yeah, what a bizarre choice. They must not have thought very much of the Royal Rumble. Um, I mean, as much as we love uh, hacksaw. Uh, just kind of weird to have him and Big John Stud, and I, you know this was before they really understood what they could do with this match. Um, you know, with the rewards yeah. of winning um, instead of just you know bragging rights that you won a Royal Rumble. Um, but yeah, Jim Duggan, he's that's not a bad choice for the grinder um, because that's almost the definition of it. Because it was a it was a guy who was um you know a fan favorite but not really you know in the vein of like hulk hogan um so yeah, was, right okay i'll give you i'll give i'll give you that you know he's a he's a blue collar character um maybe that's a good way to describe it you know the the grinder is kind of the blue collar guy just kind of working real hard well if you look at okay so since uh del rio won could probably I don't know. Sheamus, Sheamus probably did some good work too when in the Rumble. Like that did a lot for his character. Uh, but since then, it was Cena, Batista, Roman Reigns, Triple H, and Randy Orton. And then we could pretty much say it'll be Roman so Reigns this it's year. It's not that that bleak because uh, at least Roman Reigns is like a younger guy. It was a little weird to see all the yeah, 
you know, senior citizens of the WWE, Cena, Batista, old, Triple H, old, Orton, old, all these guys who've been in WWE for, you know, 10 plus years, um, you know, before Sheamus and Del Rio, those were two kind of risky picks, um, he had Edge, which was, uh, was a pretty fun surprise, you know, with his injury, and then before that, you had Randy yeah. and John, and then before that, those are probably... You know, a couple of the more fun Royal Rumble finishes in a row, because in O's, well, first O eight, you know, that was Cena's big comeback. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Even though I, at the time, yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" O seven was then, Undertaker yeah, was sweet. with him and Shawn Michaels. Um, you know, being the final two, and then O six was Rey Mysterio coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and O five was yeah. that weird tie with Batista and John when uh, the infamous. Um, double muscle tears of Vince McMahon um, and his quadriceps. <laughs> and then before that, you had uh, the, the the grinder, Benoit. Yeah, he was the grinder, the Iron Man, uh, the anointed yeah, one. He took, like, and then uh, he was kind of funny. Uh, I, no, maybe not. But, okay, maybe he wasn't the comedian. He couldn't do all the roles. But um, <laughs> that, was a, that was a pretty good string of finishes. That was in, yes, in Philadelphia. Flip Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <clears throat> um, I, I, that, that was a fun game to play. Uh, I'm gonna say. Okay. Last thing, I think we should go over here. Let's talk about what makes Ooh. someone the anointed one. What makes them the anointed one? And now that I have now that I have all of these Royal Rumbles up and I can really cheat, um, this will be fun so to talk the about. Grinder but go, go ahead. Is somebody who's in the midcard and is underutilized. They come out of nowhere to make a big impression at the Royal Rumble match. The anointed one though goes into the match, a heavy favorite that everyone expects to win. That's all I have yeah. for the United One. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll, I'll say too, like where I made the mention of, you know, you've got the ninety-nine percent and the one percent. This is, this is the one percent winning. That's, that's what the the anointed one is. This is, and, and I think you made the argument they don't necessarily have to win. But, to me, it just it 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 looked. It looked like it's a, you know, it looks like it's a foregone conclusion, and and you know, you know what's going to happen. And I think this this character, this archetype, is is very important this year, uh, because it's just it's another year where I'm going to have to play anybody but Roman. I didn't think we'd have to play that game last year, well, but we did. With Roman well, coming in at number thirty is a pretty heavy role, because. Uh, I mean, could you make the argument that Roman Reigns has been the anointed one for three straight yeah, years now? Um, here, here's my only question with that. Um, because the anointed one, it's not just that they're heavy favorites. It's also that um, because there's that heavy expectation to win, seeing them in the bottom four increases the drama much more than it would be without an anointed one. So, like, 
when uh, Randy Orton won last year, it was a bigger deal uh, because there's a there's a massive rooting interest against Roman Reigns. So it, it gave the crowd, like, a renewed energy. Okay. That, I mean, I that's that's definitely true. I, I will say my counter to that um, is is in Philly in 2015 when Roman wins. And you've got Kane and uh, yeah. the Big Show. Yeah. Kane and Big Show beating up Roman. Those are the final three in the match. I mean, you were just... You're waiting for, like no, Kane and Big Show are not going to win that match. We knew it was over. Like we, that I think it. If you go back and watch it, it's about ten minutes between it being those three left in the ring and then Roman actually winning. Ten minutes, but it could have gone on for another hour, and I knew that Roman Reigns yeah, was going to win. Yeah, that one wasn't booked as as well as I think a lot of people thought it could be. Um... What about uh, what about old Batista, the year before, and then it's it's we're we're hoping Daniel Bryan's coming in number thirty, and that little turd Rey Mysterio comes running in, yeah, they 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 <laughs> and ruins everything, and so that's that's another one where it just kind of felt like, uh, and then and then John Cena actually went in the year before that, where you just kind of knew like once it was once John Cena was in the bottom four it was kind of like oh man really yeah i mean it like and again because it was it was the rock was going to beat cm punk so that wasn't done yet so the rock still had to beat cm punk but then you even knew the ending to that match because once once john cena won then you knew it was going to be the rock versus cena for the title yeah. at wrestlemania and, and then all, to go to the year before that no i'm kidding all three of those instances though <laughs> that was the three like heaviest crowd reactions that it could have been with guys who are scheduled so i mean if 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 daniel bryan if daniel bryan could have been in though? that rumble obviously you know the batista rumble there's no question where the biggest reaction would have been but uh the best reaction uh was it the loudest possible reaction possibly you got batista so upset he was flicking off the crowd uh that that's a that's a pretty resounding um, back and forth there between the crowd and the wrestlers. Uh, but is it a good? Is it, it? It it's one thing, yes, where they make that argument that you want a reaction. Uh, but isn't it another thing that if you go back and watch it, they've like muted the booze, so it's not as yeah. loud as it was in the arena. I mean the same thing when Roman Reigns comes out. They they well, say they like the booze because they want a reaction, but they've they've also gone out of their way to change I, that. I mean, and I mean, we talked about it last muted week. those as um, well. Like the magic of Roman. No, just we talked I, about just it last admit week. I'm right. Magic of Damn it! Roman. I I uh, won this it, argument. He helped AJ Styles get uh, you know anointed into WWE. He helped AJ Styles. He's, he's important, you WWE. son of a bitch. He's important. Shut up! You son of a bitch. Um, but did you see the reaction he got on Monday? The crowd was was pretty yeah. pumped to see see a Roman Reigns victory. Yeah. Well, it's too bad. I mean, 
only reason he 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 should be the anointed one, but not necessarily win this year, is just either because he still has an intercontinental title, or I think it's SmackDown. SmackDown needs this victory. Um, they got you know they got taken to Suplex City against uh, Monday Night Raw at Survivor Series. I think this is where they they bring home the bacon. Um, so a heavy favorite. It could be someone like a Roman. Um, I don't even know if you have that person on SmackDown. Because I feel like they're all kind of the, the real wrestling kind of underdog characters. Yeah, they, they're all they grinders. pretty much are. <laughs> I mean, that should have been our pick for Grinder. Oh, be Nakamura. He's going to try just so uh, hard. You oh. know, the more we talk about this, get so the harder close. it is for me to think that Shinsuke is not going to win. Like, you want to... Make your point. Like, right, this if you is want interesting. to think about a reaction and to see him in, like, the bottom two with the Roman Reigns, if you're going to give him, you know, use the Roman Reigns blessing like they did with, with AJ um, and just try to get somebody over, you know, it helped with Braun Strowman getting a positive reaction. Um, man, yeah. like, if Shinsuke could be the one to, you know, eliminate Roman, woo-wee! Because Roman is, you know, like we, we coined it, the the Teflon. He's Teflon at this point. Um, and then he's probably still going to get a shot against Brock. Um, the only problem with this theory is Roman tried to do that last year for Randy when they figured there'd be a Crickets reaction. So they put Roman out there to try and make the Randy storyline interesting. So that's the really only thing I could think of that would prevent Roman from being in the bottom four of the Rumble. And then... Um, you know, being out there with Nakamura probably is, is one of the last couple guys, but as far as needle moving, as far as setting up WrestleMania, um, I, I don't know who else you would really want AJ Styles to fight at WrestleMania besides Nakamura for the title. I don't know. Jeez. Give Ginger another shot. You see those little tits flapping around. Oof. Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> know what they're going to do with that guy. I, they'll think of something, but... It won't. It can't be WrestleMania. I, that that I don't think that makes anyone jump out of their seats. Um. I, yeah. And 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 the thing is too is they they could pull something some baloney like that and have it be the you know the lower level main event or whatever that they like to do. Um. You know what's 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 interesting is there are reports out there that there is going to be an Undertaker match, and that that. That really does put things like you really start to go through the roster and figure out what the hell is going to happen with that. And if that's the case, then you're probably right with Cena because he can be the Hall of Famer in this Royal Rumble. And um, his job would be to take care of and uh, bury once and for all the Undertaker. Um, so uh, with that. Uh, Mike, we made it over a half hour again. Our planned 30-minute podcast is now hitting one yeah, hour and 11 minutes. There's, there's some things to touch on this week, kind of jumping into the um, archetypes, uh, just kind of breezing through Wrestle Kingdom. Um, but, yeah, we're running out of weeks here until the Rumble. Um, we've still got some, some big uh, promos coming either way, setting up some more of these matches. Um, yeah, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. Um 
Yeah, it was. It's 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 definitely been. Uh, and oh my goodness, this past we're week was a lot of fun trying to catch up with the uh, Wrestle Kingdom of all places. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to oh, talk yeah. about that after it goes down. Um, and then, uh, you know, we don't want to do too much fantasy booking for the Rumble, but uh, gosh, it's it's an event that comes once a year, and it's it's so fun to talk about because. Even there are those anointed ones, there there are so many roles to fill and, and so many possibilities to think about. Um, do you have any final thoughts for today, Matt? Um, I'm just I'm excited to see what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm I'm I want to see. Uh, I, I'm not sure if at this point all the rosters are filled out for the uh, the mixed tag. So far, if if this is if this is a lead in into next week. I, I don't, I don't get it with with some of the pairings, um, especially when there's wrestlers that are begging to be placed with other people on Twitter. I don't get it. But uh, yeah, you know, we sure. can talk about that next week. All right. And uh, uh, your last thoughts? Well, uh, that, was my, write, that was that was my was second them? to last thought. I guess uh, I can make up another final thought for you. All right. Uh, oh yeah. You can also say no. Well, I had a great time in the podcast with the Brothers of Discussion. Boom. Boom. <laughs> All right. Well, take us out, Matt. Let the people know where they can find us. Oh, shoot. We should have done this at the beginning of the show. Uh, well, uh, come say hi on Facebook. Uh, oh, and I'll, you know what? Here's my last thought. Uh, we ran a poll on Twitter to see uh, who should win the Women's Royal Rumble. And an astounding 100% picked Nia Jax. What? Uh, just to let you know, Mike. Um, it was it was a landslide victory for Miss Jax. So just so you know, you were wrong. Um, and you know, Nia Jax should you really, win you really the Royal shouldn't Rumble. Vote especially for your own poll, looking man. back at our Twitter I, uh, if you take a look, the Brothers of Discussion did not vote. So you made up some fake Twitter handles, huh? Nope. I've got two other Twitter handles that both voted for Nia Jax and made her way to 100%. Folks, my name is Matt. That is Mike. And this... (laughs) Brothers of Discussion. Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. Thank you. Oh, that was adorable. Goodbye.